Tanya for the 16th of Adarisham, but first the story. There was a town in Ushamir in Ukraine, and there lived a Jewish man who was the manager of a parrot's, of a, of a nobleman's estate. But this Jewish man was utterly, had utterly wicked behavior, and he terrorized his fellow Jews, and he made their lives absolutely miserable. And they didn't know what to do about it. And there was, there was nothing to speak. This man was just thoroughly horrible to them, and there was no way to get out of it. One time, where Mordechai Dov of Hornstiepel, a, a grandson of the Shikasa Rebbe, came to um, a, nearby, a nearby city, a nearby village, and all the, the surrounding villages all came to, to greet him including all the people from this small little town who were being terrorized by this Jewish man who was the manager of the estates. And they all told the Rebbe the same thing. They said, we have this Jewish man who's absolutely making our lives miserable. He's terrorizing us. He's, he's making dreadful, dec- it, it, it was really, really bad. And the uh, Sadiq told them, he said, Mordechai Dov told them, you know what, I'll come to your, your village. And that's exactly what happened a, a short while later. He came to this this village, and all the people came to greet him. And as he was walking through the streets, they were walking along with him. And as they were past the house of the Jewish manager, who was so difficult to them, they pointed out. They said, "Oh, by the way, this is the, this is the house of the of the man." So he stopped in front of the house, and he started staring intensively at intensively at the house. And he stared, and a minute, two minutes, everyone meanwhile was silently watching behind, wondering what's going to happen. And suddenly, the owner of the house sees. Hundreds of people outside. He comes to the door. He comes to the, to the balcony. He looks down. He sees the Sadiq and they start staring at each other. And then meanwhile, the Sadiq walks into the house. And the owner of the house comes down. And for two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, they keep on staring at each other's eyes, not saying a word. And then the Sadiq turns around and walks out. And all the hundreds of people all follow afterwards. He goes to wherever he's staying. And a short while later, this man Walks in, walks into the house and asks if he could talk to the Sadiq. And they, they, are, they pass the message along and the Sadiq says he can come in. He comes in, they talk for two hours. No one, no one has any idea what happened behind the doors. When he came, comes out, he danced with all the other chassidim. And then he gave money and he completely changed his life around. He started, um, he changed his, his entire kitchen, started keeping kashos. He started um, helping out the people in the village, giving out money left, right and center. And a year later, he passed away. And a, a, a while later, Monachai Dov comes to the nearby city again, and all the people from the the village, they all they all come to, to visit the Tzaddik again. And he, he sees each person, and every person from that particular village, he asks them, what do you think of my Balchava? The person that did show, what do you think of him? And the, this, man, this man had changed his life around. So people had very good things to say about him. But also they understood there was something more going on. That he was asking because obviously there was some decision in heaven that was going on. So people showered him with compliments. This, the person that passed away that made their life miserable. And one by each one person that came in, everyone gave a, a positive compliment. And finally came to the last person. This person had particularly suffered under the Jewish man before he'd done Shuba. He'd really, really suffered. And when he came in, he couldn't help himself. And he said, this man, yes, he did, might have done trouble, whatever it is, but he was dreadful and he was horrible and he was cruel. And he made my life, and he started listing off all the dreadful things that he'd done. And Monachai Dov was a little taken back, but then he said, you know what? The rule is like this, that if all the judges all say that someone's guilty, but there's, and there's one person, there's not a single person that says that he's innocent, the 
the court case is throwing out because something's wrong. Always someone has, has to have something good to say. But the, the, the same thing should, re- re- should work in reverse. If everyone has something good to say and then if one person says something bad, that should make the judgment a lot stronger. And with that, with that Mordechai Dov never brought up that topic again. That seems to be like the end of that discussion. Very interesting story. So let's do today's Tanya. And today's Tanya is going to talk about a very similar type of topic. A person should, we're talking about how a person could get out of depression. A person should think in his heart. It says in Pekah, a person should be of lowly spirit, of low spirit in front of every single person. And it seems like a, the, 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 Mishnah is saying that a person, you know, he should he should imagine himself as being lowly. Because if a person imagines himself being lower than everyone else, well, then that's easy. Then he could be very humble. But the Alter Rebbe doesn't hold of that. Doesn't learn like the like the the this version of the Mishnah that you should just imagine. No, he says you literally you need to believe that you're lower than anyone else. The heaven and you should be. But M Islamic, you should actually believe that when you meet anyone in your life. You are absolutely lower than them. In front of every person, mamas, literally. So every person should walk around looking at everyone else in their life and say, I am less, I am lower than them. But how do you do that, honestly? That's, that's a very tall order. And again, having that perspective, of course, we can understand how it ties into the last chapter, because if you very, feel very, very lowly, then you can break this, this coarseness because you don't feel yourself so special. And so therefore, the arrogance washes away and a person is able to feel, start feeling sensitivity again. So how does a person get there? How does a person genuinely feel lowly in front of every single person? This is based on something that Chacham told us. A person should not judge his friend until he stood where that person stood. A person should believe that why did someone else sin? The location where he was at, that's what caused him to sin. For example, a person sees someone a dreadful sin, someone that's done horrible dreadful things like the person in the story. And we say, well, well, hold up. This guy walks in the marketplace all day. Of course he's doing sins. I'm sitting here in the in the corner of the room learning terror all day, not involved in the world. This guy is involved in such mundane activities. Of course it's harder for him to not sin. So I'm not such a special guy that I don't do any sins. If I was there, I would do the same thing. He's involved in so much potential uh, lustful opportunities and his eyes see things, his heart does eyes, and of course he stumbles. His heart is is fired up inside inside of him. He gets really excited. Like Yoshea says that it burns like a flaming fire. He sees things that tempt him. And yes, of course he he stumbles. But someone that's really, really great. Very likely the Bainani. You know, he's trying to feel humility and he says to himself, wait a second, I'm not a sinner like this guy. How can I feel lower? And I'm, just, I'm sitting in the corner of the room learning Torah all day in a safe and happy environment. This guy's schlepping all around in the marketplace. There's a story of the Mittler Rebbe, which I'm not going to say, but there's a beautiful story about how someone gave him this lesson. But the point is, uh, the person that does the sinning, of course he sins, he has temptation in front of his eyes continuously. And what about someone might say, wait a second, I also go in the marketplace all day, I'm hanging around the same, I'm hanging around this guy, I'm not doing all these sins, he's doing all these sins, we see the same stuff, we're involved in the same interactions, how can I feel lower than him when he's actually stumbling continuously and I'm keeping strong? So says the Altar Abba, yeah, you're right, 
It could be that his Yetzahar is just a lot wilder than yours. So yes, you're not feeling it. So yeah, you were lucky. You were given this incredible opportunity to have a very weak, um, 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 mellow Yetzahara. This guy is Yetzahara. He sees the same things that you see and he goes completely wild and you're judging him? How could you judge him? Therefore, you should say, wait a second, he's doing whatever he's doing based on his scenario. This is all he's doing. Well, this is what he, this, the situation that he, that he has. I was say, well, I'm lower than him because if I would have had that type of situation, I'd be a lot worse. Tomorrow we're going to spend, of course, this is, in the just, this is not a justification for the person to behave. However, well, I have a strong nature. I can do whatever I want. No. I thought I was going to make it clear tomorrow, Sanya. No. You have to control yourself. When you're looking at other people, on the other hand, giving the benefit of the doubt, you're able to do the thing. Well, here's a strong nature and I have a weak nature. Thank you so much for joining Tanya. Tanya's initial Elizabeth Lane, anyone else needs to push? Let me have a wonderful, very successful day, and thank you so much for joining.